everybody welcome back to the uh drifting on memories radio podcast show i'm raul uh, i'm your host and uh i am sitting with a very special guest today uh, before i introduce him though i just wanted to kind of shout everybody out um for all the support and um all the messages i've been getting and all the listeners i really do appreciate that um uh, again you know i, I didn't get, get into this to uh to be a professional podcaster, but really to um, to do what I'm doing today and recording a lot of these great stories of um, the the, the um, predecessors of ours and the um, our past days of lowriding, I guess you can call it. So again, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks everybody for sharing, um, you know, and, and sending their kind words. Um, I hope you're enjoying the show. Um, so today I am uh, back in Diamond Bar, actually. And um, uh, I'm sitting with uh, Dr. Steve Alvarez Mott of uh, the group Car Club. And um, Steve is an obstetrician and um, um, very, uh, very uh, accredited and awarded and has been featured um, in a numerous like publishings and, and videos, uh, Lowrider Heroes. Just the list goes on and on. The cover of Lowrider magazine, and we'll get into that. Um, so you know, it's it's an honor and a privilege to be in his home. And um, you know what, Steve, I'm gonna let you kind of introduce yourself. But you know, uh, from all these accomplishments, man, I kind of feel like the lifelong Lowrider is uh, one that I'm most impressed with. Um, so thanks for doing this. Uh, thank you very much for your uh, your kind words. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. This is Steve Alvarez Mata. I've been in Group Car Club for a long time since I was 18 years old. Uh, learned, started learning about low riding uh, not too long after I started driving, and uh, it's been a long, interesting journey. A lot of complication, complicated uh, twists and turns to it, but uh, I still love it and appreciate it. It's a, a definite part of American culture nowadays, and uh, and around the world, it's made a our own unique impact on the, the car world and so super cool and I'm glad to be part of it yeah well I'm glad to have you man um, you know when I would think about who are some of the uh, the people the predecessors you know the ones that really are like uh, I admired who've been in the low riding game for so long and have accomplished so much um, it's been you so I, I just wanted to say a quick story um, when I actually met you it was at a car show in Whittier maybe a few years back and uh, and I was out there with my my car in the seventy style car Monte Carlo seventy seven Monte Carlo at the time, and you came over, um, and I already knew who you were, you know, from all these publications and stuff. But um, you came over, nicest guy, humble guy, and you and you gave, and oh, by the way, your club showed big at that show, huge at that show, but you came over, and just kind of extended your hand and said hey how's it going guys i love what you guys are doing with the cars i love the 70s style uh so that meant a lot it was almost one of those things like whoa the guy is approachable almost you know uh, i'm pretty down to earth man i'm not snooty yeah I, i'm cool i'm uh, you know i'm i'm one of uh, the creatures of the creator just like you you know everybody we're all we're all part miracles of the universe you know so i'm right on. i'm all i'm all cool with everybody okay well steve um I've read the articles. Um, I've read about the the '66 Tempest. The low, everybody knows the Lowrider magazine cover at uh, at San Gabriel Mission. I, I kind of want to start there, bro. Um, okay. How how did that happen? Did you know you were gonna get the cover? Because I know in the magazine there's a feature on the club, right? Yes. What? How did that happen? 
Well, Lowrider Magazine was a new phenomenon these days. Lowrider Magazine came out in 1977, and it was a really uh, cool, interesting thing at the time because uh, before that, Pretty much to be in a magazine, you had to be somebody from Hollywood or some famous person. You know, you know, average people like us, lowriders, et cetera, were, were never in magazines. And so it was a really interesting concept that this came out. And a lot of people that were just average people that loved lowriding could, could be in a magazine. And, and that, that was kind of amazing. So we had heard of the magazine and we knew that the photographers were around and sometimes they were interviewing car clubs and you know some of the dances and events that were happening and and um, so uh, in around this time in late 77 or early 78 uh, we, we would we would sometimes meet some of the people from the magazine at different events mm-hmm. you know car shows car shows car shows or or whatever and some of the guys uh, came up to us and said, hey, we'd like to do an article about Group Car Club. And okay. so we said, oh, cool, great. Yeah. And uh, so I so said, how do we do it? And they yeah. said, well, some of the guys, why don't you guys come get together and meet us at the San Gabriel Mission okay. on this date. Okay. And uh, so anybody who wants to maybe be in the article, uh, just go there and, and uh, we'll make the article. All right. And uh, so... Uh, you know, we used to always party Friday and Saturday night, year after year after year. Yeah. We would yeah. we would go to uh, Whittier Boulevard. Yeah. I mean, whenever you had nothing to do, yeah. in these days on Whittier Boulevard between Atlantic and Eastern, yeah. uh, this was kind of the hardcore uh, original Whittier Boulevard. Yeah. And it was cool because there was a different car club on each block. Right. Uh, there was probably around a dozen or maybe 15, maybe 20 car clubs at max. Yeah. I mean, nowadays there's like a thousand car right. clubs. Right. Back and, then, max out about 20 car clubs. There was only yeah. a few, but then we had our lot <laughs> yeah. next to Jack in the Box on oh, Whittier okay. Boulevard, not too far yeah. from Atlantic. And yeah. if you had nothing to do, you could just go there on Friday night. Yeah. or Saturday night and one of the guys would be there listening to Malo or Tower yeah. of Power or Santana That's or right. something and and uh, <laughs> they'd have a case of beer in their trunk yeah. and we would uh, Party have down. some beer yeah. and look at the girls go by look yeah. at the cars go by and just have some fun and find out where parties are and, and we did that every weekend yeah. for many many years yeah. so anyway on a Sunday after one of these evenings yeah. we met at the San Gabriel Mission All right. so the guys were there and they took some pictures of the, the the guys and took some pictures of the cars and things like that and and they asked us questions about what we do and you know our activities and mm-hmm. things like that and they so they took a few pictures and uh, and then so they were taking some pictures of the cars and things and so they took multiple pictures of several of the guys cars and yeah. including mine yeah and then this one particular uh, picture he was setting up he wanted to have it next to the San Gabriel mission he wanted uh, a girl with a car and okay. so this girl Angie that I don't know who she was but she yeah. was one of the girls hanging around with our club in those okay. days you know, okay. we always had girls hanging around our yeah. club <laughs> yeah. a lot of people wanted something to do yeah. so a lot of people a lot of groups of girls would find car clubs right. and hang around and hang them, around you know, yeah. right, right, right. You know the guys have the cars and yeah. the girls like to go for a ride in the cars yeah. you know so it was cool so uh-huh. she was hanging See? with us that weekend uh-huh and uh, they said, "Well, why don't you? Why don't we have her hold the plaque and sit on the on your front of your car?" Let's Is take that a your plaque? 
from the car? Yeah, or, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you so took said, your bike down, gave it to her. I said, yeah, I said, okay, here, take a picture. Yeah. And uh, so there was all these different things, you know. Right. And so we thought, oh, cool, man, maybe we're gonna, we could be in the magazine and all this yeah. stuff. So it was all right. cool. And we had no idea what it's going to be like at all. Wow. We just thought, man, that would be cool if we could be in a magazine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, several months before, Ronnie Lopez... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, had his black 64 on the cover oh, okay uh, in 77 the first year the magazine came oh, out okay. and so yeah. we we're hoping right. we could maybe get another article about okay. group in there the one where it's like kind of like there's it's a caravan t- it's it's turning onto the right. boulevard uh-huh. and there's and a Whittier, Whittier boulevard yeah. sign yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. black 64 okay. and it's a really nice iconic cover too mm-hmm. so that was that was the first time a group car was okay. on the cover okay and so we you know we went away and did our own thing you know and then yeah. so we're you know you know, living our life and doing all of our normal things. And about two or three weeks later, maybe a month later, some of the guys called me up and said, hey, hey, man, your car's on the cover of Lowrider oh, magazine. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea yeah. that was going to happen. I thought, no ah, bullshit, you're lying, man. Yeah. I, I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah. And he bullshit. says, no, it is, it is, yeah. man. And so I yeah. said, well, give me a copy. And, they, and so we would go to liquor stores. You could Shut buy Lowrider magazine yeah. and liquor stores on the boulevard right. oh, in yeah, those yeah. days. For like a, <laughs> it's like a buck. Yeah. So they got a copy of it, and sure enough, somehow Shit. my car ended up on the cover. And I, they didn't tell me your car's going to okay. be on the cover. Okay, yeah. I guess some how when they piece things together right. they said that looks That's the best the one and we're going to put on the cover so it blew my mind i was shocked ah. and i i could not believe it i still can't believe it and i still really like it it's a simple thing yeah, yeah. it's that weird pontiac with that crazy grill but mm-hmm. uh it's a little different and right i, I i'm happy that it was yeah. on there but yeah, I, it yeah. blew my mind i had no idea that was going to happen so i was happy 66 pontiac i read that it was your mother's car and she sold it to you yeah. and and i've also read i also remember you telling me the story um of when you first saw um group and and it's in these and it's in these um these articles about when you when you um when you first saw group and how kind of you were attracted to to low riding back then but yep but okay so that's that's documented but you told me a story that that kind of blow my socks out too when you said when you were telling me about my 70s style car and you said well Back then, I didn't even have it lifted. I would roll around with rocks in the truck, and yeah. you said I would hit some corners, and I would he- hear the rocks rolling around, um, hitting the quarter panels. Well, yeah. Originally, the car, the Pontiac, it was a stock car, and it was our family car. My mom bought it from her cousin for a few hundred bucks, and then, uh, so when I was in high school, we started taking driver's training class and learning how to drive. Yeah. You know, and so. You know, in those days, a lot of people would get their license on their birthday. So okay. I took all the classes. I got yeah. everything ready. And I went <laughs> yeah. on my birthday, my right. 16th birthday, to get my license. Right. And right. I took my driving tests in that car. Nice. So uh, it was stock at the time. Right. You know. And then, um, so anyway, when, when you're in high school, uh, you, you start seeing sometimes at lunchtime. I went to San Gabriel High School. I grew okay. up in South San Gabriel. And okay. we went to San Gabriel High School. Right. Even though we were closer to Keppel. No. Oh, okay. For some reason, oh, okay. they bust us over to San Gabriel oh, High wow. School. Yeah. I only learned years later is that was had to do with integration. They were trying oh, to get shit. Mexicans up in out of South San Gabriel and come integrate in with the San Gabriel wow. neighborhood. Yeah. So uh-huh. I didn't learn that till years later. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, so we, had, we were at San Gabriel High School doing uh-huh. our thing, you know. And at lunchtime, you'd see yeah. cars sometimes cruise by the schools, you know. And, and I just want to say, San Gabriel High School is literally across the street from the mission. San Gabriel High School is a block or two away from the San Gabriel yeah. mission. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we would see cars come by at lunchtime. There were low riders, and yeah. 
they got music playing yeah. and girls like them and they're having fun and <laughs> yeah. it looks cool and i'm yeah. like man that looks fun man yeah. low riding man that looks cool yeah and it grabbed me because i always liked cars since i was a kid i always like okay. hot rods and dragsters and all okay. kinds of custom cars and right. things but in high school low riding in our neighborhood was a fun looking thing you right. know yeah and so i started thinking how do i make a car into a low rider so yeah. I, I was trying to figure it out i was looking at what those cars had and yeah. and what they you know what they did and right. basically there wasn't really any hydraulics in those okay. days there okay. was just uh there was just lowered cars just you know? heated coils and, yeah, right, i just, didn't know how they lowered them you yeah, know okay. i did i was trying to figure it out myself yeah. so we in those days they had shop classes so we took wood shop and yeah. metal shop uh -huh. and auto shop right. and things like that so we learned how to make things and fix things and tune up cars yeah. and, and you know rebuild uh, motors and fix brakes and yeah. use timing right. light and adjust the right. points and adjust right. the distributor and all that stuff so we right. learned about all that so we we're fixing our own cars so I had no idea how to lower a car, and the only thing I could think of it was to put something heavy in the trunk. You know? Yeah. So I didn't. I had no idea what the hell to do. So yeah. I went to Marano Beach, which is uh, with your narrow. There's a river called yeah. the Rio Hondo that runs along a 605 freeway. And when I was a kid, we yeah. grew up in South San Gabriel. There was no six. There was no 60 freeway. Okay. It was just uh -huh. a dirt area with ranches uh -huh. and horses and all that right. stuff. And wow. We used to go to Rio Hondo River and catch frogs and pollywogs yeah. and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So there's a place called Marano Beach. Which yeah. was like people would sort of like yeah. have their little time off or oh, vacation yeah. there yeah, in the yeah, neighborhood, yeah. you know. Uh -huh. So I went over there Our and I got would rocks. Still take me there when I was little. Yeah. yeah. So I went over there and I got rocks, yeah. big rocks, and stuck them in the trunk <laughs> to lower the car. Cause yeah. It made it low, so I thought, yeah. okay, that's, that's good. It, that I got, looks, yeah. That's better. Yeah. So I, I did that, you know, and I said, okay, all right, lower. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. But when I was driving around, they started rolling around, yeah. and, like denting the car and all that stuff. So it yeah. started being a pain in the ass. And so I said, ah, oh, shit, this shit, ain't right. It's not gonna work. So yeah. then guys told me, you know what you gotta do, Holmes? You gotta heat the springs, man. Yeah, and uh -huh. so right. So we started learning that if you go Shit. to you go to a muffler shop yeah you could pay right. the guy five bucks and, and he'll hit the and he'll blow, yeah. blow torch your springs yeah. still and goes down on yeah. the atlantic so, muffler so he'd be still goes down that way no yeah. even yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah so the guy would get under the car with blow torch <laughs> yeah. and you're standing next to the car and he'd start yeah. hitting it with a blow torch and, and starts, you tell him okay right starts there going down yeah. and he'd say okay stop stop, stop. there <laughs> and the other side okay yeah, yeah. Okay, stop, stop, stop. Wait, it's a little uneven. Okay, this side a little more. Oh, uh, shit. So then you're, then you're lowered, you know? Yeah. And then uh, I couldn't, I, I didn't have that much money in those days. You know, I worked at a gas station, a okay. Shell gas station, okay. mobile gas station. And I used to be like a fuller brush man going yeah. door to door selling stuff and uh -huh. just trying to make a little money. And right. So rims are expensive to me, right. and so I I got some Supremes, okay. which were kind of shallow Supremes in uh -huh. those days. That was all I could afford. They were like less than a hundred bucks. Wow! And I had some uh, five sixty tires, which were yeah. kind of small in those days. Right. Uh, they're not the dream of five twenties, but uh, they're they're <laughs> yeah. they're you're getting there. Yeah, you're getting there. Yeah. And, I, and I didn't know, you know, I couldn't afford that much, so I got an Earl Scheib paint job. Okay. It was twenty nine ninety five in those what days. What color is that? It was a kind of a light blue. It was oh. kind of a light blue. Oh shit! And, uh, so is I had, that this one? That's no, that no, this? no. Okay, they, okay, okay, okay. Way before this. Okay, okay. Way okay. before that. And okay. so, this is in '72, uh, like when 72. I'm first learning. I'm before I'm in group. Okay. All right. So, so 
heated the springs with yeah. a problem and that was so i had some supremes and i'm lowered i'm like looking yeah. good and, yeah. you know and all this stuff but then one time i had a flat and i had to pick up the car and oh, shit. the spring goes oh. and, 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 and it turns in it turns into an l shape and, yeah. and then i couldn't get the car back down on yeah. it so i had to throw the springs away and and get more springs yeah. so i said oh, okay well I, I okay what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna cut the springs you know yeah, right so, so i got a hacksaw and i started I'll just cut the springs, you know. And so I started, so I yeah. started cutting and yeah. cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting. After about two hours, I made a You're tiny little yeah. couple millimeter dent. And then uh, so I said, "What's the matter with this saw?" So I got another saw and I started sawing again for another hour or two. And yeah. then I find them halfway, and then I use they started using files and all this stuff. And after about four or five hours, I was frustrated. So I got these. I got these lock clippers and yeah. I put the lock clipper on the cut part and I yeah. got a 20 foot pipe and put it on the oh. handle and I put all kinds of leverage and <laughs> with all my weight on it finally yeah. clipped the spring. Yeah, clicked one spring, yeah. One yeah. spring after yeah. about six or eight hours of work. And then yeah. later after all that work, yeah. a guy told me, hey man, you can't cut those things with a hacksaw, it's hardened steel. <laughs> so I said, oh shit, now you tell <laughs> now me. Now you tell know, me this, so. yeah. So all these things we were just learning yeah. in those days, yeah. just trying to figure it That's out. That's so crazy, man. That's so crazy. And then crazy. to lower, to get the car to be lowered on Pontiacs, they have real shallow wheel wells. Yeah. So I, I had to kind of cut out the a hole, a rectangular hole oh, underneath okay. the wheel wells and so the, the edge of the body, so it would clear when yeah. I lowered the car. Yeah. And so we did all that kind of stuff, you know. So eventually, I had the springs cut, and and then. So, you know, we would see we would see clubs going by and I thought, man, I got to get in a club one of these yeah. days. Yeah. Okay. In the 70s, it seemed like and like just hearing all the stories and even my parents would tell me, you know, um, yeah, there we were low riding everything. And I was like, bullshit. There is no you can't low rider. You low ride Monte Carlos and, and Paul is there like, no, son. We used to low ride bugs, uh Mustangs, we used to lower everything pinos whatever you whatever you you know was on the boulevard so back when you were building the tempest were there other tempests out there nope i've never seen one mm -hmm. uh there was one guy in our club that, that that when i got in the club later there was a guy named victor who had a, a 66 gto which okay. was really clean and that's yeah. the actual only other pontiac like that i've ever seen as a low rider. as a low rider wow. nobody does it in yeah. fact a lot of people used to hassle me a little about it because yeah. they said ah, that's not like that's an impala, not, yeah, yeah that's not cool <laughs> all this stuff and, yeah. it, and it was yeah. a lot of challenges because yeah. it was hard to put deep rims on these things because mm. of, i was telling you the clearance of the body yeah. oh right it wouldn't fit so yeah. i had to cut the car and modify wow. it a lot in order to fix these rims yeah in order to the car for, for it to lay yeah and on the cover you got uh true spokes with 14 yeah. 14 with 520 14 inch yeah yeah beautiful look bro beautiful so look on that a, yeah. a big club at our high school was a bachelor's ltd at yeah. the time and yeah. you know sometimes they'd have parties and all the girls would be going yeah. oh, the, the bachelor's having a party the bachelor's <laughs> yeah. having a party yeah. and i was like Ugh, i don't want to what a dumb name yeah. no offense no yeah, offense no, okay? right, right, right. no offense but right. to anybody out there okay? <laughs> right, 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 bachelor's right. a great uh -huh. club but in those days right. i said Ugh, i don't want to get in that club <laughs> yeah and yeah. so anyway uh -huh. one time i was cruising lunchtime you know a lot of people would go cruising at lunchtime so at once lunchtime I, yeah so i got yeah. my car lowered we'd go cruise the other school you know yeah. and you know try to attract you know look for girls and things yeah. like that i just want people to know that stuff, you know 
in those days and even and even I think into like when I was in high school or I think they ended it there they used to have open lunch you would be able to leave school yeah. and come back oh yeah, everybody yeah. did that you could <laughs> leave at lunchtime yeah. you go like we would go cruise to Mark Keppel and Alhambra yeah. High School and, and yeah. Rosemead yeah. High School uh-huh. and just like that <laughs> yeah. and come back later and go to the rest of your classes mm-hmm. you know so it was cool yeah so one time I was uh, cruising in Alhambra on Valley Boulevard <clears throat> And I saw this blue uh, 52 Chevy bomb uh-huh. cruising on a sunny day, yeah. and he was scraping his front end, and he had yeah. sparks coming out. He, he actually had hydraulics on his car, yeah. and there was a shining group plaque yeah. glowing in the sun. Yeah. I thought, wow, man, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shit, man, look at it's that. That's so God. cool, yeah. man. And I saw the name Group, and I saw it shining in the sun. I thought Group with an E. Man, yeah. that's really weird, man. That's so strange. <laughs> yeah. But I dig that. You know, yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah. And it turned out my friend Andy Diaz from high school, mm. he was fixing up a 64 Chevy at the okay. same time I was fixing my Pontiac. Okay. And we were taking auto shop and figuring right out on. how to fix them up and stuff. And yeah. it turns out his brother... Yeah. His name's Tiny, and he used to be the president of this club called the Illusions from the 60s. Okay. And uh, From the it, same area, San Gabriel from area? South San okay. Gabriel okay. in East L.A. and yeah. stuff. And so the Illusions broke up in the late 60s. Yeah. And it turns out there was an older version of Click, wow. uh, which is a famous car club yeah. also. Yeah, definitely. That was around in the late 60s, and then they broke up in the late 60s as well. And so, <clears throat> interestingly enough, um, the the way group formed in 1971 is with some guys that used to be from the old clique oh, in, okay. in the late 60s okay. and from the illusions, and from the illusions okay. in the late 60s. And some guys from South San Gabriel and the Lomas area okay. came together and wanted to form a new car club. club. And so they came together and uh, they were trying to figure out how to, what to do with it, what yeah. to call it. And they said, you know, we're a group of dudes, you know, so we're, yeah. let's just call it group. Fuck, so they yeah. decided to call it group. And one of nice. the guys said, man... Some it's too ordinary like that, yeah. so it's, the E seems <laughs> yeah. like it's hanging, you know. So let's yeah. uh, add an E for oh, some style. I got you. Okay. So they said let's add an oh, E on nice. the end just yeah. for some style. Yeah. So because back then everybody was did. coming with some gnarly names, right? Like Abraxas. No, and that, all this these... is before Abraxas. Oh, wow. This is before that no kind, that club. Yeah. Oh, this shit. was a, this is a 1971. Wow. And, um, so, so they came together and they formed group, and um, so. When group first formed, a bunch of guys liked Eddie Flores to be, who was one of the founders, to yeah. be the president. And some other guys in the club wanted this guy named Butch, mm-hmm. who was one of the guys in the early group. They wanted him to be president. Okay. So there's a big old election and uh-huh. drama and all this stuff. Yeah. And so Eddie Flores won. Okay. And Butch and some of the guys that liked Butch yeah. uh, got mad and, and they and they left the club. Shit, yeah. And they ended up forming uh, another club called New Life, which oh, we all wow. know about. So yeah, New yeah, Life yeah. Oh, shit. formed okay. because they yeah. branched off a group right From when the group formed. Group. Wow. And yeah. so um, there's a reason that the click plaque and the group plaque and the New Life plaque resemble each other and that they have the bar with East LA on the bottom. What's the reason? And Steve? click... And the group has the big G and the rest of the letters. And it looks very much like the same design as a click plaque. Yeah. And that's because some of the guys that, that were originally involved with starting group were in click before. And so they had that as a model for a, a plaque. You mean they were in group before? And they No, click. No. There's the guys from the late 60s yeah. that were an original click and then that broke up uh, and then some of these guys came okay. together with guys from the illusion the south san gabriel and started group and the click wasn't around anymore at that time oh shit yeah. so they okay. they had the idea of the click plaque and so that's why the group plaque resembles the click plaque gotcha and right. then a new life plaque resembles the group plaque because right. they're they have their origins in group right right and my yeah. understanding also was that new life 
um, and bachelors, and that's what birthed lifestyle. Well, that I don't know, but yeah. eventually what happened is, uh, so when Group and New Life were first forming in 71, they didn't like each other because New Life split off from Group. And right. so when I got in, what, so my friend Andy, I was telling you, yeah. uh, his brother Tiny knew guys from Group because okay. he used to be president of Illusions and he okay. knew guys from South San Gabriel like Paul Varela and okay. Eddie Flores and okay. Big Head Joe and, and uh, all these other guys, Gilbert and all these other guys that started Group. Yeah. Uh, he knew these guys. So that was like our connection to Group. And okay. said, oh, okay. that made, that's you. how we could maybe yeah. get in Group. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. So he gave us a connection and yeah. we went to the Group meeting at our, we used to meet at Our Lady of Guadalupe Church in yeah. East, uh, in, uh -huh. over there in Boyle Heights yeah. on Hazard and Hamill. Right. And we went over there and, and, you know, came with our cars. That was and, your meetings. That's yeah, where you had all so your meetings. Yeah, and so we hung around. We hung with them for a few weeks. So they'd meet every week, yeah. every Sunday and for years and years. And you would show up kind of prospecting, kind of hanging yeah, out. Yeah, you come there and you hang out. And if they like you and you're cool, they vote you, you get in. To some, go they to some of the parties in. and then they'll vote you in. Okay. And immediately when we got in, they told me that we I have to hate new life. And I said, well. <laughs> you have to hate new life, I yeah. I said, well, why? He really? said, no, nah, don't worry about it, man. Don't we, worry. We just, yeah. we just don't like them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and I said, okay, all right. I hate new life. Uh, I don't know why I hate new life, uh, but I hate new life. But okay? I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was just one of those things. Hey, those see, days, were they know? doing the whole, um, the whole fucking like um, stealing plaques? This is one. Okay, this comes later. But, oh, okay. Uh, okay. So anyway, when we're first in group, um, we're, you know, I. I was I got I was in high school when we when it got in group okay. you know and so high school is coming to an end and you know everybody's gonna go different ways and yeah. I wanted to find some kind of way to party and low ride and stuff so yeah. I said car club is the best thing yeah. to do you know <laughs> of course so you do yeah want to cruise and yeah. chase girls uh -huh. and have fun and drink beer <laughs> low ride. and low ride, low ride yeah. and cruise and listen to Malo and Tar Power and Santana oh, all this man. stuff and have some fun you know and oh, so that's why we got in group it was fun that's all I want to do. It's fun, man. It was a blast, you know. Yeah. So we did that, and uh, so, uh, and then you know we had all these adventures, you know. Yeah. You know we had a only a few people that are around from those days will know that there was this time we had a baseball game with New Life. Okay, okay. so we said we would sometimes have sports with other clubs. Yeah, we would have yeah. like football yeah. games or right. baseball games. So we said, oh, let's have a baseball game with New Life, okay. our right. arch enemy. You know? yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we yeah. said, oh, okay, yeah, sure, that's great. Uh -huh. Let's go to East LA College and have a game there. So we had a yeah. game. Let's all drink and have bats uh, and shit. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. there, everybody was kind of anticipating there's going to be some problems because right. we don't like they don't like each other. Yeah, the tension. And these the, days, yeah. there's all these tough guys. You know, there's right. tough guys. These are tough young Mexican right. dudes that are yeah. like to drink, and uh -huh. the they're tough and, dudes yeah. from all. We had dudes yeah. from all kinds A of lot neighborhoods. Of pride. Yeah, <laughs> we had dudes from all kinds of neighborhoods. Right. We had probably, you know, a hundred guys yeah. in the club and. From all kinds of neighborhoods uh -huh. in El Monte and Boyle yeah. Heights and East LA and City Terrace and the Avenues yeah. and Pico Rivera and Montebello and all yeah. these stuff. And so we have all these tough guys, you know, and then um, so the first, we had a meeting before the game and they had right. a, they were giving us the impression that there could be a problem, okay. you know, because we don't Your like club. these guys. Yeah. yeah. And we don't like New Life and they don't like us okay. and all this stuff. So yeah. We got, we were ready to go play the game, you know, yeah. and before the game, they gave us all these uh, light blue bandanas. Okay. And it's like a little, it's like a ribbon. Okay. And you put, you wear that on your waist, you know, okay. and, and 
So I went, well, what's that for? And he yeah. says, so in case there is a fight, you don't hit anybody that has a light blue oh, ribbon. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. so, oh, shit. so that yeah. was a way to identify to everybody identify, that was yeah. in our uh-huh. group in yeah. case there's a big old right. melee or something, okay? <laughs> yeah. so, uh-huh. So we had the game, and uh, it was a tense game. It was uh, it, yeah. we got to about the seventh inning, okay, and it was a tie score. Oh, and so, so there was a there was a play, and somebody oh. says he's out, and then somebody else says no, he's safe, and oh. then somebody else says no, he's not, he's out. Another guy says no, he's not. Fuck you, he's yeah. safe, yeah. and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it, are we supposed to? Is it okay to cuss oh, here? Oh yeah, yeah, totally, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, anyway, somebody cussing. said he's safe. Yeah. No, he's out. No, yeah. he's safe. No, he's out. And so next thing you know, a Gatorade bottle flies oh, over from shit. one side to the other side. Yeah. And then another bottle flies from the other side over to this Back side. Back when Gatorade it, was like in glass bottles. Yeah. Yeah. So next thing you know, it turned in a big old giant fight. And everybody's yeah. all fighting with each other. Shit. And it, it yeah. started doing this thing where people were bumper jacking cars and all shit. that stuff. Like yeah. you said. And that's when a lot of that started. So yeah. we ended up having a war with New Life for several months, you know. Wow. And so yeah. it was... It's it doesn't make any sense now. Yeah, okay? right, it right, seems right. really stupid, right, but right. in those days that's kind of what it was people serious. did, yeah. you know. Back then it was And there was a lot more than I'm going to talk about right here, yeah, okay? Right, but right. Um, but you know, it, people's cars ended up getting wrecked on right. our side and their side, Shit. you know, and uh, people would sometimes you know steal the other side's plaque you know yeah. it was like a, a right. trophy to steal like another club's ultimate, plaque in those days the and ultimate insult the sometimes ultimate. you would go to a car and and break the window and take the plaque oh, you know fuck. and people did that on both sides you oh, know shit. and so that's pretty pretty shitty you know yeah, and yeah, so yeah, yeah. but but that's yeah. something that people people did in those days and we had a war with them for a while and then uh it it eventually resolved and and uh, and then we we had fights with other clubs. We right. had a, we had a long fight with Click uh, later when Click revived. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a long one with them. We had a we had a war with Orpheus, and, yeah. and uh, yeah, we yeah. had a war with several other clubs over the years. You know, yeah. and so you know nowadays um, you know there's a couple of guys that hold grudges from that, but Still, nowadays yeah, yeah. You know, nowadays we're so, friends with right, all right, these guys. Sure. There's some yeah. guys that were there from New yeah. Life. Mm-hmm. And Click and Orpheus and the, that were there in those days of those wars, and I right. see them now mm-hmm. at car shows, you know. Right. And, and to me, the idea of life as we go is to mature and and get some wisdom, and you know, let things go. You know, so right. we're, we're we're different than we were then in those right. days, you know. So nowadays, we see those guys, and we we kind of talk about that, that weird stuff and the crazy stuff in those <laughs> days, and yeah. Yeah. and we have a beer yeah. and we shake right. hands, and it's all cool, you know. So we we. We see them all the time at car shows, click and new yeah. life and clubs we fought with right. in those days, you know. Right. So everybody's it's all mutual. It's all cool now, it's you know. All, yeah. But in those days, you know, it was you're a different time. Eighteen years old. It was a different time. Yeah. What's interesting is I was eighteen when I got in the club, and a lot of guys were eighteen. A couple of guys were sixteen. The, sure. the, the rule was you had to be eighteen. Okay. But like Ronnie Lopez, he was 16 when he was coming around, but he had a clean 64 Chevy. Yeah. And we said, okay, uh, <laughs> the rules. exception. Yeah, yeah exception so, the okay, rule. you're in. Yeah. And so if you had a clean car. Yeah. And, it, and when I think about it nowadays, it's amazing how you could be 16 or 18 and have a nice lowrider yeah. if you put some effort yeah. into it. You know, in those days, I don't yeah. know if people do that nowadays. No. You know? I mean, don't. I mean, look how hard it is to get you obtain even a car like that. You know. Yeah, it's you know what's interesting is those kind of cars were only a few hundred bucks in those days. Yeah, I bought right. my Pontiac for my mom for 200 bucks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you could buy a 64 Chevy for. 
three or four or five hundred well, bucks. Well, you were in just saying days. you'd get a set of Supremes for what? Less than a hundred bucks? Less than a hundred bucks, yeah. yeah. But then at, when I got in the club, the guys said, oh, those aren't cool, man. Those are shallow. Those <laughs> tires are too big. Yeah. All that stuff. So, and then yeah. I, you know, and I How had. How dare they? Yeah. I'm trying to figure saying. stuff out. So I had rabbit ears on my car and I had organ pipes and stuff like that. That was like cool in those days and Hell, fur yeah. on the dash. Yeah. The fur on the dashboard and all that. <laughs> And they say, wait a minute, you got to have it better than that. So yeah. finally I saved up some money. I got rockets, and those were better. And I had to cut okay. out the wheel wells to fit them and all that stuff. And then, and then you uh, got 520s? On there you have 520s, 520s right? yeah. yeah. And so then, uh, you know, the dream was Kragers. Kragers were like yeah. the top right. rim in those days. But wow. those were several hundred bucks. And yeah. that was that was hard to afford in those days you know Shit. so i so rockets are what i could do it looks for the great time on being. those uh, on those classic on those true classics yeah. i mean the, i mean the true spokes true spokes didn't yeah. come out to about 76 okay. you know it looks really good and then as you go spokes. in the club you know your dream was to make your car better you know and so uh, my dream was to get lifted and so i was saying man how do you do that how do you do it yeah. so fernando ojeda who was a is a L, who had, later had a career as a sheriff in la in okay. los angeles uh-huh. um he, he used to paint cars and, and lift cars and in those days. Okay. And so he painted and fixed in up his LA own cars. And he had a he had it in his house in Monterey Park. Oh, okay. Monterey He's Park. He's a member oh. of group also. And okay. so I said, hey, Fernando, man, can we lift my car? And he goes, yeah, man, bring it over. So <laughs> he, he brought I brought it over there. And yeah. basically he had a blowtorch and, right. and he, he yeah. had a bunch of scrap metal and pipes and Welded plates and all this and stuff. Shit, yeah. And yeah, and I have pictures of him cutting blow cutting out holes in my frame yeah. cutting the springs making yeah. these cups yeah. and donut shaped yeah. things and yeah. the, the and we got these cylinders from a aircraft yeah. we got some tailgate pumps from a moving van and we got hoses from here and there yeah. we, we got <laughs> pieced we, it together yeah and we got yeah. some these solenoids from old fords in those days you yeah. could get the solenoid wow. and use that yeah. as a switch uh-huh. to, to get the juice from the batteries to the pump to without the pump, blowing yeah. out the switch and uh, so he pieced it together, and yeah. by the end of the day, I was lifted. And for a scrape plate, he got a uh, we got a manhole cover. Oh yeah, those and, are the best. And we cut yeah. out a piece of a manhole oh, cover best, yeah. and welded it onto Sparked the frame. Sparked like blue colors. Yeah, welded it onto the frame. So yeah, that yeah. was the uh, that was yeah. a scrape plate. And well, so were you running I was like so two batteries happy. or something? I had a couple batteries in the yeah. trunk, just miscellaneous batteries, and you have to charge them. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and uh, to me, I thought it was so cool. That was it, huh? I lifted the front end yeah. first, and it was the back was was cut, yeah. and the front end was lifted. And man, okay. when I when I pulled up to a party, I could lay the front down. Yeah. Man, I was that was Whole so cool, man. <laughs> that was oh, that was oh, you're styling if you could lay your car down at a party. So man. it so the fucking lowrider bug bit you early. And you've just been, I mean, how, how many years you've been in the club? And then also, where's the Tempest? I got, well, I got it in 73. And to me, one of the coolest things when we were going to parties in those days is to just be at a house party. And, and like Paul Varela had his black 66 uh, Impala laying mm-hmm. on the driveway, you know. And yeah. when you're there listening to good music yeah. and having a beer and there's yeah. pretty girls there. And there's this black thing laying down next to you and it's all on the ground and later you guys are gonna go cruising in it with pretty girls and stuff and scrape your lifts oh man I, that was just so fun man yeah, that's and it, man. uh it that's was beautiful it. Yeah. and so that summarizes so so uh, so i had you. so many good times i mean yeah. one of the best things to do is be cruising in your car yeah. and in a caravan with the guys going to a party where yeah. it's a beach party or house party or something you got pretty girls in your car yeah. and you're scraping your lifts the and best feeling and uh, listening to good music feeling, yeah. and flames coming out of the back and that's good stuff man yeah. and so it just it just man a lot it's like something i don't forget it's like burned into my dna yeah you know?
but I think I think also that's what makes you unique in the sense that so many people kind of um, are so interested in your story because they're just like, here's a man that worked his way through med school, that worked his way through, and we've talked about you doing that's a long process, inter- right? But but I think that that's the uniqueness of you is, and that's what I was saying is that that you stayed true to low writing because it it hit you that hard. It was so meaningful to you that yeah, you created your career and your education but low writing still meant so much to you and, I was kind and, of and you a, talk about it that way oh look at those, those like pheasants or pigeons or something over there that's oh, cool yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. a little flock having dinner and a bunch of rabbits you know it's interesting yeah and rabbits too yeah we our yard attracts a lot of animals so <laughs> we always like animals so right on all right so one of the things that I noted in those days, it was fun partying and all this doing yeah. wild and crazy stuff. We, yeah. we did that every Friday and Saturday for yeah. just for years and years and years and years, you know, and it was fun. But when I got out of high school, I started going to East L.A. College okay. because um, I had no idea what I was going to do when I got out of high school. But I was good at math and I always got A's in math. So I said, uh, right. OK, I'll be a. Uh, I'm going to be an accountant or computer okay. guy or something yeah. like that. You so know, you so, I, majoring in so math. I just started studying math and I yeah. went to East LA College and I, I took math classes and I got, I was working part time uh, at a, a glass factory for a while. Okay. I used to work at Glass Containers Corporation in Vernon. I used okay. to work in another place called Atlas Cardboard Products in okay. South San Gabriel and I'd use that money to yeah. fix up my car. Low ride, yeah. Fix up yeah. my car, yeah. yeah. And I worked at gas stations at uh, Shell and Mobile. Right. and we would fix up cars and and do stuff like that you know and um so anyway i was studying math and uh i took calculus and all this stuff yeah. and and uh and you know i thought i was going to be a computer guy or ma- yeah. or accountant, accountant or somebody yeah. but after a while i started realizing like man yeah man i don't want to sit in an office all day doing that you know so i eventually uh switched to biology because right. I always liked animals. I like okay. when I was oh, okay. a kid. I always had a lot of yeah. pets. I had rabbits and lizards and <laughs> yeah. snakes and yeah. wow. and uh, turkeys and chickens oh, and stuff shit. like yeah. that. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I, I yeah. always read books. When I was a kid, I always read. My grandma made us read a lot when I was a nice. kid. So I read nice. books about dinosaurs and whales yeah. and lizards and snakes nice. and stuff yeah. like that. So I always really yeah. loved nature and appreciated it. So I took an anatomy class at East LA College and I said, you know, you know, I'm gonna have to switch to biology. So then I, at that time, I thought I was going to, I thought, well, I'm going to work for Jacques Cousteau and stu- yeah. study, stu- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. study whales yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and, yeah. Or I was going to work for National Geographic, Geographic and study right. study rainforests uh, and find new creatures yeah, yeah, and yeah. study things You're like that. You're super outgoing know? that way then, huh? Super yeah. naturist, yeah. And so it was interesting. When I was going to college, uh, I always liked getting good grades. I just had this thing where I always liked getting good uh-huh. grades. So I always got A's in my classes yeah. and... Uh, is interesting because the guys in the club, not a lot of them didn't go to college. Right, okay, right, I'm the yeah. first one who went to college in my family too, and yeah. a lot of the guys in the club thought it was weird I was going to college, right. and a lot of people in the college thought it was weird I was in a car in club, a club yeah. a lowrider yeah. club. Like, how are you doing that? Or why? Yeah, you, how right. could you do that? You right. know, that doesn't make any sense. How are you doing? <laughs> lowriders don't do that. Those are gangs on wheels. Yeah, right. You know, I said, yeah. well, I like doing, I like low writing, yeah. but I like studying too. Yeah. So I was, so then I switched to biology major and I went to Cal State LA. And one of the right. big things that I would like to point out to people also is that it was, I mentioned how fun it was. Right. And we had all these wild and crazy right. times with a club, right. wild stuff, fun, partying and right. stuff. But one of the things I had a realization on early on is that you, that nobody gives you any money to party all the time. Right. So you have to eventually start getting serious Figure about out, life, yeah. you know. And so I, I wasn't sure what I want to do, but I know I'll do better if I get smart. 
So I just kept trying to get myself educated, and, right and so I went to East L.A. College. It took me three years to get the degree, to get the two-year degree, because I was working. Okay, right. About 30 hours a week. Yeah. And, uh, so, and it took me another three years to get the bachelor degree at uh, Cal State at L.A. Cal State L.A., yeah. And then, uh, so I, when I was walking around over there at Cal State L.A., I saw a, some recruiters there. Yeah. So there were recruiters from UC campuses, okay. University of California campuses, trying yeah. to get people to come from Cal State to their schools. Okay. So I saw a recruiter there, a guy named Richard Baez, who was from the med school at Irvine. At Irvine, okay. And he had, he had a little table there with brochures and stuff about the, about the med school. Okay. And so I was walking by there, you know. And UC and, Irvine, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. so I, I was looking at the stuff, and yeah. we started talking about <laughs> Chicano stuff. Chicano yeah. movement was a big thing in the okay. 70s, yeah, okay? So we're... You know, uh, Chicanos, low riding. You yeah. know, uh, yeah, it was all Caesar it was Chavez, all relative. It was farmers, all related. Yeah, migrant farm workers' yeah. rights and the uh -huh. Chicano movement, yeah. trying to get things better. A lot for, of movement yeah, for people. You days. know, yeah. and so so um, we were kind of chatting about stuff and about Chicano stuff, and we we started talking about low riding and stuff like that. And then uh, he brought up the the idea. He said, "Hey, man, did you ever think of going to medical school?" And I. I said, well, no, not really. And uh, he says, well, why not? And I said, well, I thought you had to be rich. or you had, I thought, right, I thought right. your dad had to be a doctor. Right, or, uh -huh. or I thought you had to know somebody. You know, right. It's like some other world to me. Right, right, right. So he said, well, what kind of grades you got? And I said, well, I got A's in all my classes. Like a couple B's here and there. And, he's, yeah. he's, and, and he, we asked what I was taking. I took organic chemistry and biochemistry and physics yeah, and wow. all this yeah. stuff. Uh -huh. And so I got A's in all those things. Yeah. And so he said, you know, you could probably get in. And I, he, 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 I said, really? What? Oh. And he says, yeah, why don't you come and meet some med students? And so oh, wow. I said, oh, well, okay. And so uh, I went down there and I met a couple people that were already in med school. Okay. I met a guy named Ralph Salinas and another lady named Pat Gaetan. And, uh -huh. Some more Chicanos. And, uh, yeah, Chicano students, a few yeah. Mexican Chicanos uh, that were in med school already. Yeah. And, uh, and one of the guys I met, he was studying for an anatomy final, and he was having a glass of wine, and he was, like, laughing and drink, and cracking up and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember looking at that, and I was yeah. thinking, when I left, I yeah. said, man, if this dude could get in med yeah. school, I know I could. I <laughs> know, know for sure. I know I could. Yeah, uh-huh. So I said, well, okay, I'll try it, you yeah. know. And I said, okay. So I took a review course, and I took the medical college admission test. I got a job in the hospital. In those days, if you're going to college, the yeah. county had this program called a student worker program. Okay. So if you're going to college, taking a certain amount of credits, you right. could they could help you get a job in the county okay. for a part-time job while you go to school. While you're going to these schools, right. So I, right, I right. had a job with the welfare department, the P Department of Public Social Services, right. after the glass factory and the gas station oh, okay. and all that stuff. Okay. So I was doing filing for the welfare department. Okay. On Adam student Street. program. With yeah, the student program. With the student yeah. worker program yeah. while I was going to Cal State L.A., Kind of over there by the Coliseum, oh, on, okay. on the oh, okay. off Adams Street on oh, the okay. Harbor Freeway. Yeah, yeah. So I did that for a couple of years, and then I I found out there I I needed something to do with medicine. So I got I found out there was a uh, a clerk job in the medical records department at Rancho Los Amigos okay. Hospital in Downey. Right here in South Downey. So uh -huh. because I was a math major before, they wanted me to do some statistics about the admissions and oh, discharges. Okay. So I said, right. well, I could do that. Yeah, so, yeah. 
So I went over there and I started reading the charts and learning about medical stuff and wow. all this stuff. And I wow. took the review course and I got a good grade on it. And I said, well, okay, I'm going to try really, really hard. Yeah. Try really hard to get in med school. If I don't get in, it ain't going to be because I didn't try hard. Hey, you know? see, were so, you low riding still though? Or yeah. were you just completely dedicated I was to your still, studies? I was still doing all this wild and crazy stuff to do <laughs> too. You know? No way, yeah. 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 And so... And, but I was doing like both, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, sometimes a good party would be coming up or a dance. You know, yeah. we had a lot of dances right. in those days. I used to park my car in front of East LA College with a poster on the side of it. Yeah. Because we would have parties and dances. So you would advertise the parties and, and dances. I had, yeah, we'd have car. the poster taped on the side of the Hell car, yeah, and I'd yeah. go there at six in the morning at East LA College so I could park get it. the front spot there so I could advertise <laughs> our dance. Yeah, and so I'd park nice. my Pontiac there, and yeah, nice. we used to put posters up on phone poles right, and flyers right, right. and flyer right. parties and all that stuff you know yeah. and so so anyway um i decided to apply to 20 medical schools and i said and i'll see if what happens you know yeah. so and then, amazingly enough after all this big old process i ended up getting accepted to five of them so nice. i got accepted to ucla and usc and nice. irvine uh, Seattle and another one wow. back east called Tulane and yeah wow uh, so I was like I, man I remember reading that letter Shit. and I yeah. thought man my life's different now I'm wow. like wow I still have the letter yeah and I thought man this is I was shocked yeah. I was wondering if it was even real yeah. You know? wow yeah so my mom wanted me to go to UCLA or USC because they're more prestigious and all this <laughs> stuff <you laughs> yeah know? yeah but, yeah but uh-huh. you know what is it still going yeah uh-huh yeah. So, but you know what I said, I, Richard Baez, he he gave me the idea. He's somebody who just came across my path that gave me the possibility yeah, right. that it, that it so could, you kind of that I could like a, do it, right, you know. Yeah. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to Irvine. And so Irvine like a was a small med school or, at the yeah. time. There was it was kind of a newer at the time. Oh, okay. This was 1979. Yeah. And uh, around the med school, there's a bunch of fields with cows and yeah. stuff walking around right. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it wasn't as nearly as developed it's as developed, it is nowadays, yeah, you yeah. know. And there's like 85 students in the class, and right. so uh, yeah. so I went and did it, you know. And then I had to drop the car club for a while because okay. I, uh, you know, even when I went to med school, my mom and my wife were saying, eh, why don't you get rid of that low rider? You're, you're not going to be a low rider anymore. You're going <laughs> to yeah. be a professional. You know, yeah, professional lowrider. Yeah. yeah, see, you know what? Wow. I couldn't do it because yeah. I thought, you know, if I sell that thing, I'm going to have a few thousand bucks and right. then I'm going to spend it and then I'm going to have that's nothing. A, that's it, yeah. I'm not going to yeah, have anything, sure. you know. Yeah. So I just decided to, yeah. he's yeah. happy. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided to just put it away yeah. and just, just keep it tucked away and yeah. take care of what I got to do, you know. So, so I, you put the car away? I just put it away, okay. kept it in the garage and just... Didn't, I didn't low ride for a and while. And you let the club know, hey, I'm stepping out? I, no, no, I didn't I, I didn't get out of the club. I just said I can't be active right now because okay, i got to okay, focus okay. on this. i okay. got this opportunity. I can't, like not a leave of absence I, and you just... No, I just, I just said I'm, just I'm in the now. club, but I can't come around for a while because i got to handle this. So and you've been in the club? They're understanding. What, like over five years now? Or over I got six, in 73 and then I got in a med, oh, wow. I got in med in school 80. in 79. Wow. Okay. So after about six years, I got into med school, and I so I had to go handle that. So yeah. I worked my butt off really, really, really hard. You know, went through a, you know, it's stressful. It's yeah, very difficult. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. not easy to do yeah. med school. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's weird because sure. in, you know, in college, you're used to being like at the top right. of your class, right. get an A and all this stuff. But in med school, you're in there with all these other Super geniuses. Competitive, competitive. So, just geniuses. You're yeah, you're with all these other geniuses. geniuses yeah. And so you end up might being... <laughs> sort of average and then I was saying, <laughs> yeah oh, compared shit, what's to the matter with me what am shit. i am i how am i messing up here but but everybody else in there is smart too you know right, so right. when you're when you're average in a med school you're still really 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 smart yeah, you know yeah for sure yeah so 
So I worked my butt off, and and same thing. I said, if I don't make it here, it's not going to be because I didn't try hard. So I worked yeah. really, really hard, and I was in the top 5% of the class nice. for quite a while. Nice. But it was very hard to keep up that pace, you know. Right. And so I started realizing I got I, I, I said, I know what I got to do. So I decided to kind of back down a little bit and okay. do what I got to do here and uh, have a little bit more quality of life. And right. so... Uh, I met my wife, uh, Debbie, yeah. uh, through the club, oh, okay. you know, and okay. we met in 77 oh, after wow. I was uh-huh. in the club for a few years. I yeah. met her at some of our, our parties at and dances yeah, that we yeah. had. Nice. And so nice. she was able to understand that, uh, nice. all the work I had to do and yeah. I didn't have that much money and all this stuff. And she was able to work with that. So and I, the club kind of understood that too, right? Like all the work yeah. and dedication you needed to do to yeah, your studies. Yeah, right? they, they don't, yeah. they're not, they didn't get mad at all. Yeah. You know? So they just, kept, they just kept carrying on, you know, right. They, there was some other dramas and problems with the club. The club almost died in 1977. Oh shit. Uh, because, uh, in there was a lot of partying and a yeah. lot of drugs around right. the club in those yeah. days, and PCP yeah. was a big thing, uh-huh. and a lot of drugs and things. Yeah. So anyway, and then we used to fight with clubs, like I was explaining right. to you right. earlier. Right. You know, and when I first got in up to the mid '70s, we fought with a lot of clubs. But then later in '76, uh, we had elections every year, mm-hmm. at the, and at that right. time. Uh, so I'm backtracking a bit. No, and I'll go get for back it, to go the for it. No, yeah, no, go for it. So anyway, in '76, uh, uh, another guy ran for president who was not—he was one of the original guys in the club, but okay. he's his name was Bugs, and he yeah. ran for president, and uh, with a new kind of idea, okay. which is basically a, we should try to why don't we try getting along with clubs oh i got why don't we you. try to negotiate right. things stop and, all this fighting yeah and, and do right, car right, shows right. and right. maybe do picnics and right. why don't we try to get along with each other instead of always fighting you know because right. in those days it was, we had a lot of tough guys like yeah. i was explaining to you a lot right. of tough guys that don't want to take no crap right and um, you know and so yeah. some of those guys are like nah fuck those guys in that club and fuck yeah. them, that other yeah. club and all yeah, this stuff yeah, yeah. Roof's no the we're best. fighting yeah no Roof's we're the fighting best and yeah. all that you know and so right. so bugs came along and we tried to we i was the treasurer at the time yeah. actually secretary at the time yeah uh treasurer i'm sorry oh, okay and uh and then so he was elected and oh, okay. so the club oh, was shit. trying to do this sort of a new thing a lot of people where we're getting along and yeah. let's try to have a bank account let's try to yeah. make money from car shows yeah. and do things like that you know yeah. and so so we did that for a while we still had a problem with a with orpheus that year okay. we had a little bat a little war with them for a while there but you know we started trying to negotiate pieces right. and things like right. that you know okay. and um so anyway uh, some of the original members in the club didn't like that because they said it's being weak. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, no, what yeah. do you mean negotiating? That's, <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's yeah. for weaklings and pussies. Or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry about the words. Okay? No, but, no, go for it. Go for it. But yeah. in those days, uh, yeah. you know, there's this there lot, of, lot of tough yeah. young 20-something-year-old yeah, yeah, guys yeah. that yeah. are tough guys. Guys from neighborhoods, guys who fucking fight, guys who... Like yeah. to fight and stuff. Yeah. No no yeah. compromise and right. all this stuff, uh-huh. you know. So and, and other clubs had guys like that, too, Yeah, of course, yeah. So the problem is when you get these kind of knuckleheads yeah. together you fight and all yeah. kinds of drama happens so we, we were trying something new but some of the old guys didn't like it and they came along and actually impeached bugs really yeah and Yo, so shit. he was thrown out oh, and shit. and the, the original member paul took uh-huh. over uh-huh. and he was the second president of the club yeah the original president was eddie flores for a couple of years okay. and then paul varela and then bugs and okay. then so paul came with a bunch of guys and they threw his basically ass impeached bugs yeah. and then and then so uh, a lot of the guys left the club at the time that were friends with bugs oh i see okay and started a, 
another club, which is called Spirit. Oh. Uh, you've heard of a car yeah. club called oh, Spirit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some people wonder oh, yeah. where did that come from. Well, Spirit yeah. came from group. From group. Okay, wow. so Members Bugs group, was yeah. involved with starting that club. What so years were these? This is 1976. So Bugs was, of course, disappointed that yeah. he got thrown out. So he went away and he started Spirit. Spirit in los angeles yeah. and um so that be- actually became a pretty big club yeah, too yeah yeah definitely and, uh, in the 70s yeah, so de- paul took over and then there was a lot of drama with the club Still, like yeah. i was explaining there's a lot of drugs yeah. and alcohol in those days and, right. and then in um in 77 in march of 77 paul was driving his car on whittier boulevard really fast and he was loaded yeah and he ended up crashing his car into a pole. What kind of car was it? It was a, a Grand Prix, I believe. Oh, okay. And he was going something like 100 miles an hour on Whittier Boulevard <laughs> racing somebody or something. And then he <laughs> he crashed into a and pole. And it was like a, one of those, like... Uh, one of those like paper plate Macho off the lot things Grand, you know grand so prix like a 76 or 77 or something one yeah. of those and uh he uh so anyway he crashed in a pole and he got chopped in half and he died oh, and uh fuck. so he died and when that happened a huge amount of the guys in the club got depressed about yeah. what happened and uh, they wanted to end the club and uh, so when oh. Paul had his funeral, yeah. a huge amount of guys put their plaques and their sweatshirts uh-huh. in his coffin. Oh, wow. Meaning and like so, it dies so, with him almost. So he's buried over there in Resurrection Cemetery in South San Gabriel, which a lot of people are. Yeah. And uh, so a lot of guys wanted to end the club in that in those times. Right then and this and is there. in yeah. March of uh, 77. Wow. So anyway, after that, it, it was, of course, everybody's depressed and the right. club had no meetings for months and months and months. And, wow. But, just hit it but super I didn't, hard. I didn't want to end the club. And yeah. me and this other guy, Ronnie Lopez, didn't want to end the club either. He's okay. the guy with the Black 64 yeah. on the cover uh-huh. of Low Rider yeah. magazine in 77. Yeah. So um, this was when the magazine was first coming out in 77, right. when right, the right. club was yeah. dead. Wow. But me and Ronnie kept flying plaques, and we kept, like, pushing going it, going in weddings yeah. and quinceaneras. yeah. You know presentations oh, yeah. and all this stuff oh, yeah. and parties and we would we would still Fuck, fly yeah. plaques and just me and him were flying plaques there's nobody flying plaques except me and ronnie wow and so there's no meetings for a long time two super active guys in the club flying and plaques. so so anyway this new magazine came out called lowrider magazine that that was trying to do articles of clubs and stuff and so the club we, we started trying to piece it back together okay. so joe abeta who was uh I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he uh-huh. ended up becoming the next president of the club. Okay. He, me and Ronnie and Joe and about and Hawkeye and yeah. uh, David Chides and another few, you know, a dozen people wanted to try to put the club back, back together. Yeah. So I had my Pontiac. Uh, David Chides had his 69, a white 69 with a black vinyl top, which nice. was a cool thing in those Fuck, days, yeah. black vinyl. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, Ronnie Lopez, 64, we came together for an article yeah. on a Kmart lot over there yeah. on Whittier Boulevard oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to do this so thing for now. Lowrider yeah. Magazine. Yeah, yeah. So they said, we need your banner. We don't have a banner. Uh-huh. Somebody took it. We don't have it anymore. So we <laughs> need a banner for the shooting. So yeah. we said, shit, we don't have one. We yeah. can't get make one. So what we ended up doing is we got a light blue bed sheet from Target. Yeah. And one of the guys in the club knew how to airbrush things oh, and, on cars. Yeah. And so he airbrushed a group uh, logo on this on that sheet bed sheet. That you got from Yeah. Kmart. And so when you look, at, when you look at that yeah. magazine. Uh-huh. They ended up taking pictures of our cars and some of the guys, and they have a picture. We have a picture of us holding up that banner. That banner, and yeah. it was a bed sheet that was wow. a, that was spray painted <laughs> with an airbrush. Yeah, because we didn't have yeah. a banner at the time. Hell yeah! And so, 
at that time, this is when the club's coming back to life. Yeah. You know, so right. I think because me and Ronnie were important for resurrecting it. Resurrecting, and, and Joel yeah. Beta, who was not that great of a member or before this time, yeah. became the president and yeah. ended, up, ended up eventually being one of the greatest presidents wow. the club ever had. He ended up being president for about 15 years. Wow. So when the club came, the club was coming back to life uh, in the late 70s mm-hmm. when I was applying to med school. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Uh, Joe was running things, and I was trying to get in the med school. Yeah. You know, and you, there was a lot of problems and drama with the club, and okay. you know, I, yeah. I, I had some things too, and I had to fix up a couple of my classes <laughs> at school and all yeah. that stuff. You know, yeah. and, and so anyway, then I got in the med school and all right. did all that, and so Joe kept it going, okay. and these guys kept it going, and yeah. other guys came along, like Danny Boy, who's right. a significant member of the club, right. and he's he's currently president of the SoCal chapter, okay. and a lot of guys. Uh, kept it rolling good in yeah. the 80s, you know, okay. so I was so happy to see that, to like, while I was in med like school, yeah. Yeah. other guys kept it rolling, you yeah. know, so that was a really nice thing to see. Yeah. So, this, consider- see all this weird stuff that's happened along the way? It's yeah. complicated. Yeah, right, right, right. But do you consider yourself, I mean, like, you, you kept mentioning, like, this guy was a founder, this guy was, you know what I mean? Do you see yourself as, like... Like, an, like I'm not a founding member because no, I wasn't there at the member, beginning. But, but such an but important when, role in the club, the, you know what I mean? I think I'm kind of significant, I guess. Yeah, you exactly. Can say that. Yeah, but yeah. when I got in the club, we had our second anniversary. Yeah, you know, so wow. that's that's a two long years, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, wow. So that's you got uh, in the club and it was only it was, it was two only years two old. Years old. Th- yeah, I started '71. I got in '73. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I've been around a while. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. at this point, I've been in the club 47 years. You know, yeah. so <clears throat> 47 years. Yeah. Wow. So it's cool. I'm really glad. I'm, that, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad it's continued on. I still like the name of the club. Yeah. Uh, I like that it's it, it it's uh, something that's been through all these the right. fire and right. stuff yeah you know we've had deaths in the club you right. know so a lot of guys that were around in those days aren't around anymore yeah some of them died from car crashes some right. of them died from from uh alcohol problems yeah. some yeah. died from medical problems right. and uh right. you know drugs and things like that you know and people went all kinds of different directions right. in life you know but uh to me i for some reason, I did a lot of soul searching in those days, and I realized that um, you know we're all going to eventually get old and die. Right. And and when I get to the end of my story, I want to be able to say I did something worthwhile, try to help the world be a little better. So uh, that's why I've always worked hard and tried to you know help my family, help my club, help my community, help my patients, and try to make the world be a little better. You know. Right on. Thank you, man. Um, I'm gonna, Is there a time limit? It, yeah, but we're gonna. I'm gonna yeah, extend you can piece it. it together. Yeah, and stuff no, yeah, that. exactly. So, but yeah, those are really, really good stories. I, I really wanna, I really wanna hear how the Tempest made it to the, um, um, to the Peterson Museum. Okay. And and um, I want to mention that um, I don't know. It must have been four years ago. Um, I, I my wife and I we were renting in in um, we were in Whittier. Uh, maybe right off of, uh, you know, um, uh, Paramount, not too far from Whittier Boulevard. And, and I was, uh, you know, walking around that area and I seen a beautiful 58 convertible, just something Hmm. you don't see, you know, something you don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're very rare, you know, and to see it on the street and to see it cruising like that and to see the colors, um, it, you know, and, and I've got this uh, weird sense or something for lowriders. You know, it just because I, 
you know, when you kind of see, even even if it's like your peripheral vision and you see a bright color and maybe some shine or chrome, then you're like, I, for me, it's like a natural reaction. Like, oh, there's a low rider. Check it out. Yeah, right? But I, I wanted to say it was like a Friday night. It was a beautiful summer night. It was warm. And you in that 58 just look. That was me? Yeah. Oh, in no the kidding. Fi- yeah, oh, no kidding. it was you. It was you, yeah. Oh, really? No kidding. Yeah. It just looked I was so out cruising around somewhere, huh? Yeah, it was on Whittier Boulevard, and it wasn't right even. On. It was like a Friday night. You know what I mean? It wasn't. Hmm. It wasn't even a Sunday. It was just. Okay. It looks so perfect, Steve. It looks oh, so perfect. Well, thank you. And and to me, I was it's like, cool "Fuck, thing. that's that's." I want to get to that that level. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on right now and uh, and extend it. So okay. Have you seen that magazine, Steve? Um. So now you're in med school. You're finishing up. Thank you. Um, the Tempest is put away. Um, how did you bring it back out? How did you, did you at that time, did you want to build another car? Um, and and uh, the Peterson Museum. You know, the Peterson Museum, there was what, like nine, ten years ago now maybe? In 2007, 2008. Okay. So. How did that happen? Well, before that, let's, before that. When did you start bringing it back out? How did you say, okay, I've established my career, I've established my family, I'm well, low riding again? Well, first of all, I had to get through the med school, you know, and so uh, that's a very, very, very difficult work, and it's it's kind of hard to explain to anybody other, and only people that really understand are people that have done it, but uh, it's it takes this huge amount of work, and uh, I mean, when I was in med school, I would uh, go to school, uh, from like eight in the morning to about three and then uh, go home and relax a little bit and then I'd play racquetball for about a, an hour or so and then I'd study like from 7 p.m. until midnight yeah and I did that every day for and then on Saturday I would study all day from like eight in the morning until six at night and then Debbie would come over and we'd have some wine and, and yeah. relax the rest of Saturday and Sunday and then I'd re- I did that for years and years yeah. and so so it's really hard so you have to work really hard. I was totally focused on that. We got married uh, near the end of med school. Okay. And then I had to do my residency. I was over at, at Los Angeles uh, County uh, King Drew Medical Center in oh, south, okay. south yeah. central uh-huh. L.A. over there by Compton yeah. and Watts. So that's a rough neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So that was a rough residency, and that takes a huge amount of work. Right. And, it, and it's, it's dangerous, and it's violent, and it's vicious, and... But we learned a lot. I learned a lot there, yeah, and so I couldn't do any low riding then. Right. Yeah, your uh, life was dedicated school, to your so, work. Right. So med and school was four right. years, and the residency was four years. So that Fuck. took me up to uh, uh, eighty-seven, and um, so then we started having our our babies in uh, eighty-six. Our, our first baby we lost from uh, unfortunately due to a cord accident. Our umbilical cord got all twisted up, wow. and we lost it. We lost okay. her. We started having our kids after that in '87 and '89, and and then uh, at at after I got done with residency, um, it we were trying to figure out somebody that could help us, you know, with our baby. You know, I needed OBGYN yeah. doc. Yeah. So it turned out the guy that uh, delivered her brother uh, was working in Glendora. Okay. My, Debbie grew up in Azusa. Oh, okay. And uh, okay. I grew up in South San Gabriel. Right. When I was a resident, we lived after Irvine Med School. We lived in Cerritos okay. because that was halfway between my work and her work gotcha. in Orange County. Yeah. So then we were trying to figure out where to live, and we wanted to be sort of near our parents, which was out in this area. Right. So 
we eventually settled in Diamond Bar, and um, he had a practice in Glendora. Okay. And it, so we were going to him for prenatal care, and we were right. talking about me finishing residency, okay. and he asked me if I wanted a job, and I said, sure. And yeah. so I ended up joining him, and I was with him for about five years. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, at this point, we're having our kids. I'm trying right. to get the career going, and we're trying to, you know, fix up our house. Okay. And, you know, we spent a huge amount of time putting all the plants and the trees. Gotcha. This had nothing. This was yeah. desert wow. when we got it. And we wow. put all these plants and trees yeah. here. <laughs> wow. And uh, yeah. so we put all this stuff in. Yeah. It takes, if the very, listeners can see it, I mean, there's just trees everywhere. Just nature. We like trees. Like, yeah. Oxygen. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's so a lot green of, out here. A lot yeah. of critters all and right. stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we, we try to have this nice little environment. And then, you know, we're... I'm doing my work and we're raising our babies and yeah. it's a lot a lot of work right. it takes a huge amount Definitely. of attention so I Definitely. still can't do group right. really in, at yeah. that time either yeah so um in the in the 2000s our kids started being a little bigger yeah and I started having a little bit more time Free and things time. Yeah. you know careers kind of going right. okay and yeah. you know kind of established practice and right. I started wanting to try to get the car going again, you know, and so I got it started up and I found out where the guys were having meetings and stuff and they were still doing it. Of course, during the 80s, there's all these different kinds of things, you know, there's mini trucks. Right, right, right. A lot of stuff going on. Euro style. 80s and 90s. Yeah, a lot of of weird trucks and Euros and spinning spinning beds on Uh the trucks and all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, I always kind of like the traditional lowriders myself, but there was a lot of weird stuff going on in the right. 80s and 90s <laughs> yeah. that were happening while I was doing my work, right. you know. Yeah. So anyway, some of the guys were still having meetings, yeah. and uh, there were some new chapters formed right. uh, okay. during okay. the time I was yeah. in med school. Definitely. yeah. Uh, Orange County chapter, uh-huh. and then uh, after that was... And you guys st- have a, a few chapters out of state too, right? Yeah, eventually there was a... F- First Orange County chapter started in '78. Uh, okay. After Joe Abeda became president, okay. and then San Diego, San Diego came along in '81, right. okay. and then Inland Empire came on okay. in '84, and Riverside in '89, and okay. so it started doing yeah. that kind of thing, right. you know. And then eventually Growing we got out. chapters yeah. in Arizona, and right. Baker, Bakersfield, right, and Arizona, yeah, etc. So, so this is all happening while I was doing my right. work, you know. Okay. Yeah. Look at the dog. He's got his wolf uh, instinct. You know, yeah. <laughs> trying to catch something. He doesn't catch him, but he always tries. And uh, so anyway, uh, I thought it'd be cool to, you know, get in touch with the guys again. So right. I got the car going, and I started hanging around with the club and went to some of the meetings. Yeah. And, um, so you got the Tempest going again. Yeah. I brought it out. Okay. And uh, so um, started uh, being involved with things yeah. and going to some of the parties. Yeah. It was fun. I was having yeah. some beer with the guys. Right and it was on. cool, you know. Yeah. It was nice to see the club was still going, and right. eventually I became uh, vice president. Okay. And uh, so we did some meetings and this and that, and then um, somehow somebody in the club ended up knowing uh, Denise Sandoval. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Somehow. Uh-huh. And she was trying to put together this History of Lowrider yeah. uh, exhibit at the Peterson Auto Museum in Los Angeles. And I Angeles. told you, I, I'm now I'm, I'm, I'm in contact with Denise, and she's, yeah. she's really looking forward to be on the show as well. Oh, um, right on. So... Good. So... They somebody in the club had her information and then was like, put this car in or this is a, a well known car in our club. Well, or, what happened is you know of course everybody always likes Gypsy Rose. That's uh-huh, a great car. Right. It's a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. you know. So they were trying to get some examples of cars that are have to do with the history of lowriding, right. different examples of styles and okay. things and okay. history and stuff okay. like that. Trying to make it, uh, you know, a positive, right, interesting right. educational thing for people to check out. Right. 
you know, because a lot of people at first kind of think lowrider gang on wheels, you know, mm-hmm. so we're trying to show right. something more positive, and it's really become a, a genuine, legitimate part of American culture. So and anyway... Just, so, just for the listeners really quick, uh, Denise Sandoval is a curator for the Peterson Museum, the lowrider exhibits. She's also a professor at... Um, at CSUN, Cal State um, University of Northridge. So, yes, sir. They contacted you for it. Well, what happened is they were trying to find a, a sample of a car from different clubs. So, of course, they picked Gypsy Rose from Imperials okay. and maybe another couple here and there. Mm-hmm. Then they get a couple from uh, uh, like Lifestyle. Lifestyles right. and and just for information, uh-huh. yeah, Lifestyle evolved out of uh, of uh, New Life, and so Lifestyle right. actually has its roots and groups too. Right. Oh, okay. Also, I got you, know. you. Oh, I see how so, you did the connection so, there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So lifestyle. All right. All these clubs like lifestyle and group and spirit and yeah. click and all these clubs, they're all related. We're all related more than people think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we have history together, you know. Yeah. And so lifestyles always had great cars. Joe right. Ray has his beautiful, amazing uh, right. dress to kill dress and to the kill Vegas Hollywood, car and all the those Vegas. things. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, uh, so I believe you know they talked to them about some cars and then so they asked group if we had some kind of a car that could yeah. be in there. Yeah. And, and so anyway, some of the guys in the club were talking to Denise, and they suggested mine. And so, wow, nice. So, nice. Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't, I've always never, I don't think my car's nearly as good as those cars. You know, my, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, Joe yeah. Ray's cars are beautiful masterpieces, yeah. and, and Gypsy Rose is right. way, way better than my car, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, and so I was thinking, I don't know if that's good enough to be in there, but they, yeah. They felt like because, even with the uniqueness of your car, though you still kind of uh, see it like yeah. it's it's not as nice as those cars, okay? But uh, right, but your but car. But I think the thing is that they were saying is that it's it has some history behind it. Right, it's right. kind of part of the development of the low riding right. culture, and mm-hmm. you know it, it's. It's kind of bizarre, you know, but it was yeah. on the cover of Lowrider yeah, magazine. Yeah, and so, exactly. That's exactly so what I was going to say. Yeah. So I said, okay. Um, you know, I, I said, are you sure this thing's good enough? And yeah. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I really didn't think it was good enough yeah, for that, wow. you know. And yeah. so, wow. But they se- seemed to think that it was. So I got the original painter uh, bugs to wow. uh, cool. fix it up because cool. it had some chips on it. The okay. paint at that time, because the paint was done in 1976 okay okay and so one of the dreams of a lowrider is to have a candy yeah or a pearl paint right, right, job right, you know right. instead of a regular paint job right right so it's your dream to have a candy yeah. paint job you know <laughs> yeah. and so yeah, i have that dream so yeah. the thing about bugs is he's a great painter bugs right. is in the lowrider magazine oh, yeah. hall of oh, yeah. fame oh definitely as a as a master painter oh, yeah, and so definitely. he painted a lot of beautiful oh, yeah. pattern cars that were in the magazine uh in those days like oh, for yeah. example in this in this article here yeah. about the club, uh, these two cars, like uh, Carlos Carbajal's uh, um, uh, Camaro right oh, here, nice. yeah. uh-huh. that was painted by Bugs, yeah, nice patterns, nice. and then uh-huh. Harry's uh, uh, homegrown 66, 66 yeah. is in there, and Bugs yeah. painted those, so he's a great, he's yeah. great painter. Oh, yeah. So anyway, Bugs have painted my car originally, and so now the paint is like 32 years old, yeah. so it has some cracks. Right. And, faded spots yeah. and all this stuff right. you know it's it's a 32 year old paint job right so i asked him how could we fix this up to make it look yeah. as good as possible for the him. museum went so i to went, him, yeah. went to him and and um you know we were trying to improve the club and stuff yeah. and he was around so nice. he, i had some uh, i had some flames on it but they were kind of like messed up and stuff uh-huh. i had these yeah the reason <laughs> it's funny how i got these flames because originally the car was candy pearl purple just plain okay. yeah 
the and one that's time, what's on the cover here, the candy yeah, pearl exactly. purple. Okay. Precisely. Mm-hmm. And so one time at, when I was cruising, you know, I was, you know, changing tires and doing this and that. And yeah. one time I, sometimes I, when I used to put the wheel back on, I yeah. th- I used to tighten it really, really hard because I don't want it to fall off, <laughs> yeah, you know? Right, right, right. So sometimes I would over tighten it and yeah. break off the bolt. Yeah. You know, so one time I accidentally broke off two bolts. Uh-huh. And so Shit. it was running with three with bolts, three bolts on and so I thought, well, that'll yeah. probably work, you know. And it, <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, anyway, why not? Yeah. when I was driving along, yeah, of yeah, course the wheel so, I mean, fell off, yeah. and it, it right. dented, dented the car. wheels, why not? Yeah. Three dent- bolts. So the wheel fell off, and it yeah. dented the car. So oh, when we fixed yeah. it, we put flames that kind of kind of mellow it's not so it's not so noticeable that we repaired oh, the paint shit. that's why we put so the flames on so you did that be in because you we had somebody the car. yeah the reason we put the flames is to hide a patch job that patch we had job. done on the other side gotcha gotcha so, not just because I and I was wondering okay. why they were so kind of bright, you know. And, I, and I started looking at the old one, the old, and I was like, "Did he have flames before?" These don't, no, yeah. they didn't. So these pink flames were put on by a guy. I think he used to paint for the Imperials or something. And All so right. he said, "Oh, I put on these flames." So I said, "Okay." So I had these at, yeah. at around oh, um, the early nineties. And okay. so, so anyway, when the museum was coming up, I wanted something better than that. Right. And he right. he said, "Why don't we make like group colors, like yeah. some dark blue?" Yeah. So he. Nice. He put on these nice dark blue flames on yeah, it. Nice. Uh, several months before the show, we okay. did that. Nice. And uh, we put all this work and yeah. try to fix it up and polish it yeah. and all this stuff. And so we tried to make it look as good as possible. Right. For the museum. So then yeah. uh, we took it to the museum, you know. And amazingly Shit. enough, it was in that museum. Nice. You know, with Gypsy Rose and all good these job. other fancy cars. And so I felt honored to be good able job. to have it in there. And um, I still, year, how long I still think show? it's not as great as those cars. Stop. You know, okay, stop it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, you need to stop. But anyway, what it was, was it? It was it in was there for there. like about a year, 2007 to 2008. Oh, it was like the man. fall of 07 to the spring yeah. or summer of 08. So I, I felt honored to have it in there. You've so got I was some. Happy. You've got some um, honorable accomplishments in low riding. Good I guess for you. so. Good yeah, for you. I guess so. When but, did the When did the Impala come into play? Well, that, that happened because, interestingly enough, there's a story behind that, okay? Oh, so okay. The, I've always liked 58s, okay? Yeah. That's like the holy grail of yeah, low-riding. Yeah, I mean, when you yeah. think about low-riding, you think yeah. about Impalas, right? Mm-hmm. And the first Impala was 1958. And so, interestingly enough, uh, I was born in Detroit, Michigan. And the reason I was born in Detroit was because my dad... Uh, was working at General Motors at the oh, time. Wow. My wow. dad is an artist and a writer wow. and a weirdo. Okay, so he's a comedian <laughs> and an uh, wow. artist, and he draws cartoons for magazines. Wow, and so, real eccentric character. Yeah, eccentric so person. Yeah. my mom grew up in this hardcore, strict Hispanic upbringing. They grew up during the Depression and wow. all this. So mm-hmm. she's real. They're conservative. My dad was funny and nutty and a wacko and a weirdo wow. and and fun and all this stuff. And they, <laughs> so my mom and dad yeah, met each other. Attract. Yeah. Yeah, my mom and dad met each other and they knew each other for about a month and they got married. Wow. So then my je- my dad got a job in General Motors des- designing cars. Detroit. And so that's why I was born in Detroit, my brother oh, too. Yeah. So at that time, you know, I was born in 55 and so um at that time they were trying to figure out how to design this new car they were coming out right. a new project shit. called the Impala. Wow. And so 
What's wow. interesting is my dad was involved on the team that was involved with designing the 58 wow. Impala. Fuck. So there's a bunch of guys. That's I have, gnarly. Yeah. I have an article from Road and Track magazine, or Motor Trend magazine from 1957, which talks about how and why the 58 Impala was designed. And uh, it's, it's, by, it, it's, about, it's by my dad and the wow. guys that designed that car. That's a great story. So anyway, yeah. my dad was actually involved in designing the back fin of the 58 Impala. <laughs> You it's know, a beautiful round thing. It's beautiful, crazy. In those days, everybody look. was thinking about, you know, we were having the Cold War with Russia, uh-huh. and people were thinking about rockets and right, jets and right. space travel and, and all that stuff. 59. You know? So it, they're, ta- yeah. they're thinking about swooshes and yeah. chrome strips, making it look like it's going fast and right. all these things, streaks and things. And My dad was looking at the 57 Chevy and saw the yeah. vertical fin, and he mm-hmm. saw other cars that had horizontal fins. He said, well, why don't we make a compromise? We'll do a 45-degree. So he made a 45-degree angle fin, and then he rounded it off, you know. And what they did in those wow. days is they made these, after a bunch of drawings, trial and error, trial and error. Originally, yeah. they called it the, the Corvette Impala. And so it used to look uh, kind of like Corvettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, right, with the little kind of the... Yeah, and it had elements. Slopes, it looked like yeah. the 55 Chevy right. and all these crazy things. But right. eventually, it turned into the shape that it is. And my dad was involved in designing the fins of the 58 Impala. So fast forward... So later, yeah. in, you know, in the 70s, nobody liked 58s. Everybody right. thought they were like ugly duckling, you know, right. and so they were right. like 400 bucks, and no, nobody wanted <laughs> yeah. them. You know, everybody liked 64s oh, and, six, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, 67 Ribbies right. and like right. 73, 74 Monte Carlos, uh-huh. and, you know, people liked all those, and they thought yeah. 58s were ugly ducklings, you know, uh-huh. so nobody wanted yeah. them. So um, anyway, now, of course, 400 bucks for a 58. In the 70s, that's what it was like. <laughs> So anyway, now they're ridiculous, you know. Right, so they're, of course, yeah. When they're fixed up, they're like... And we're not even talking convertibles. They're yeah. 100 grand for a convertible. A, a really nice fixed up hardtop's 50 grand. Yeah. And they, they, that could vary wildly depending on how clean it is. Right, it, It's right. amazing how convertibles double the price. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, I decided I would like to get one of those. Okay. As it, because my dad was involved gotcha. with the designing the fins. Too, yeah. And so I like low riding, and when you think about low riding, you think yeah. about Impalas yeah, and the first year of Impalas of '58. And my dad was involved with it, and so I yeah. said, "Man, I I gotta get one of these yeah. somehow." Yeah. So, so you know, you went on the hunt. So fortunately, I you know made a couple of investments in work that okay. turned out to have a little bit of little extra cash, Good. and so uh-huh. they're they're really hard to afford nowadays, yeah, you know, and so. Yeah. Anyway, I had a little cash, and I, I was looking around on the internet, and I saw this '58 that was for sale in Alabama on in eBay. Okay. On eBay, okay. and uh, I checked it out, and it was cool. And what year was this? You? This was in 2000, and uh, about 2009. Okay. A couple All of years right. after the Peterson okay. Auto Museum. Okay. All right. And eBay so, people were so you know really. Yeah, uh, eBay uh, was a thing, you know. Searching and, on eBay, yeah. Yeah, so. I found this one, this guy who had one in Alabama, and so I worked a deal with him, and I ended up giving him, I said, man, this, I, yeah. we only live once, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so yeah. here it is, am I going to take it? And so I decided to take it. So That's the car you have now. So I made the, the deal, yeah. I made the deal with a dude, it was a stock uh, 58, okay. 
Good. convertible. It's really clean. It's really Good. restored. It started off in California. Oh, okay. And it ended up over in uh, Ohio, oh, and then okay. it ended up in Virginia. So it's a California car. Yeah, oh, and it nice. ended up. Some guy got it. It was all rusty and smoking and all wow. this stuff, and uh -huh. restored it. Oh wow! And then it ended okay. up being re uh, sold to Alabama, and this guy fixed it up more, and I bought what it from him. That? Nice. So, Nice. So I, I had a cruiser, it. Man. I had it shipped it's a cruiser. over. It's and then, a fucking cruiser, man. Yeah. So I felt blessed to be able to have it, and then yeah. I, then I tweaked it. It was stock when I got it, of yeah. course. But then I tweaked it. I had to lower it, you know. Yeah. So I, <laughs> yeah. So I put. <laughs> I, can't I, ride this I decided high. to put yeah. airbags. I'm not okay. going to jump that thing around yeah. with hydraulics. No, so no, I, no, no. So I put no. airbags no. on to yeah. lay it down, and then I got no. a good stereo on it and um, fixed it up, and it, it's you're kind of stock, you know. See, you're the kind of guy that personally for me to hear like yeah um back when i was 16 17 it was a big thing just to lower it so we started yeah. i mean everything you said tonight yeah. you know i'm a huge hydraulic guy and i'm a huge i love hydraulics they're listen, great my pontiac has to, hydraulics for you to say yeah well you know we were we were kind of trial and error learning as we go heating yep. the coils trying to cut them with a fucking uh, a saw you know hand saw <laughs> yeah to, to saying like all i wanted to do was get hydraulics and then we pieced them together in the in yard Monterey with a friend with a blowtorch and in his yard yeah for you to cool. be, and for you to say like yeah now i'm just want to cruise my car i want to cruise it on air no, I'm never gonna say shit to, <laughs> to that. I'm never gonna say anything about that. I'm gonna say, yeah, you well deserved, man. Well, I worked hard, you know. I still work hard now, and we I suffer a lot and work uh, middle of the night when everybody's all comfy, yeah. cozy asleep. I'm dealing with some dangerous stuff and yeah, yeah. and uh, some uh, yeah. rough stuff a lot of times, even nowadays, you know. Yeah. But I'm always I feel blessed, you know. I but I work hard for things, yeah. you know, and I. Um, I'm grateful for things. I'm always reading and learning and reading and learning. There's always something we could learn, you know. Yeah. So I'm constantly reading, trying right to make on. myself better. Right on. So I feel lucky to have the car and um, a 58 Impala convertible. It's like, yeah. whoa, uh -huh. that's like it's holy, it's holy grail for a lot of people, <laughs> is, yeah. you know. It Another is. dream is a 59 convertible, yeah. of yeah. course, you know. Yeah, but right. uh, that's, those, that's a dream for someday, maybe. Good. I hope to see it. Thank you for spending time with me, man. Thanks for doing this. Um, it's just been such an honor. Thank you for allowing me into your home and, oh, and showing me all, all this this great stuff. Um, the last thing I want to say, thank you know that's a beautiful item right there to say like this is your first group sweater. That's the first you know the first article of clothing for the for the club that you got and that you still have it. What he's and talking awesome. about is a group sweatshirt. When we first got in the club, you'd give them five bucks. Once you're voted in, you get a your five your group sweatshirt. It's a short sleeve uh, sweatshirt with your name embroidered on it. It has yeah. a group logo on the back, and uh, we wore that to all the meetings. And uh, even when we were dressed up, we would put like a dress shirt underneath it with slacks and nice shoes, and go to dances with that. And you're, it was considered well dressed with a sweatshirt over your dress clothes in those days. You know? That's the so coolest it's thing. Kind of old school, that. you know. Yeah, very old school. Thank you so much, Steve. All right, thank you. Is that okay? Is that too much? No, it's perfect. Or anything? No.